No matter who you are, no matter what your life looks like, you are influencing people and selling people every single day of your life, probably multiple times each day. And because of that, I'm sure you can see why it's important that you know how to effectively influence somebody to do something. But how can we influence someone or sell someone on an idea or a service or an item if we're in the digital age, when we're on cell phones, phone calls, messenger, chats? How can we influence somebody today? Is it the same? Is it different? Is it both? Well, that's what we're gonna talk about. So stay tuned. Influence is the same today as it always has been. Sales is the same now, the core principles of sales as they were in the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, and so on and so forth. The main difference between influence today and influence back then during the old school salespeople type days is the total complete access to information that people have at their fingertips. We can literally take our phone and find any piece of knowledge, information, strategy, anything that we need. So how then do we influence in the digital age? Well, like I said, it's the same exact thing, but now we have to really go back to the fundamentals and look at how they've changed in today's world. Now, the number one principle when it comes to influencing people in the digital age is rapport. You see, people buy and people take advice from those who they like, know, and trust. So the first thing you have to ask yourself is, what are you trying to influence people to do? Are you a salesperson? Are you trying to influence somebody that your product or service is the best thing for them? Are you a coach? Are you a consultant where your product is yourself? Or are you simply trying to influence your significant other to go to the restaurant that you want to go to? Or are you stepping forth in a meeting trying to influence others with the strategy or the plan that you want your team to implement? You see, we're influencing in every different area of our life, and I'm sure you can see that influence is one of the most important skills that we can practice, become great at, and eventually master. But the number one principle is you have to be liked, known, and trusted. So how do you do that? Well, there's a couple different things that you can do. The number one thing you want to understand when it comes to rapport is you have to make that person like you. And in order to do that, you have to talk to that person about the most important thing when it comes to that person, which is them. You have to talk to people about them. You have to know other people's needs rather than you trying to give them what you want and trying to tell them where you want to go for dinner or trying to tell them what direction you want the team to go in. The conversation has to be all about the other person. As an example, if you're trying to sell a product, you can't just sell a product because you want that person to buy something. You have to tie that product back to something that's important to that individual. If it's a car, would you try to sell a Maserati to a farmer who is simply putting hay in the back of his truck to bring it between his house and the farm? Probably not. What's he going to do with a Maserati, right? Now, would you sell an old farmer dump truck to a new new driver, 16 years old, on the road, they want to impress their friends, 
probably not the first car that I would go to, right? I doubt that they could afford a Maserati, but they'll probably do something a little bit more fashionable, a little more, little bit more stylish. If you're trying to influence somebody to go to the restaurant that you want to go to for dinner, then maybe say to them, hey, you mentioned a couple weeks ago how you were really feeling like seafood. There's this awesome seafood place down the road. It's called Red Lobster. And I heard they have really good cheddar biscuits. And I think that you would really enjoy it. What would you say about that? And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I do remember that I was thinking about seafood. And that still sounds really good. Let's go right now. But imagine if instead you said to them, hey, I really want to try this place out. Do you want to go with me? It might work, right? But they're probably not going to be as excited about it because it's what you want. Influence isn't about you. Influence is about what the other person wants. It's about their needs. It's about their pain points and their desires. Now, hold on just a minute. I just noticed that you weren't subscribed to the channel. So go down here, hit that red subscribe button, and then next to it, hit that bell. When you hit the bell, you're turning on notifications so you see all the new videos that we release on this channel every single week. Now, let's get back to it. The second way to influence somebody in today's digital age where they have information at their fingertips is to match them. So there's a concept and a strategy called matching and mirroring where you literally watch the person across from you and you can match their body language. You can match their intonation. You can match the direction they're looking. And if you really want to get in depth with this, you can match the most powerful thing to match, which is their breathing. As crazy as that sounds, when you are in sync with another human being, whether it's in today's world, 30 years ago, 50 years ago, it's the same thing. When we're in sync, then our vibration becomes in sync. And I know we're getting kind of deep here, but this is not just motivation woo-woo stuff. This is actual neuroscience. Like this is quantum physics. This is a real thing. When you match somebody's body posture, when you match how they're standing or how they're sitting, then they start to become more accustomed to you. They start to even trust you a little bit more. So as an example, if somebody's standing there and they've got their arms crossed, or that looks like I'm cold, but if they've got their arms crossed like this, then as they're talking to you, maybe start to cross your own arms and just nod and listen to them and relate back your understanding. But if they're kind of standing and they're kind of fidgety and they're looking all this way and that way and they're not really making eye contact with you, then maybe start to become a little fidgety yourself and right and, and not making eye contact with them as much because that might turn them off because then they're gonna think, why does this guy keep staring at me? That's not what I'm doing. Why does he keep trying to make eye contact? So match the other person that you're communicating with. Now you might be asking, okay, Brandon, that's really cool if you're in front of the person, if you're with them physically, but how can we match somebody through a cell phone? How can we match somebody on the other end of a cell phone on a phone call if it's not a text thread or a messenger thread? How can we match somebody when it's through texting and words? Well, it just means that you have to match and mirror different things. If I'm on the phone with somebody, and they keep saying to me a specific word, such as I'm looking for a fantastic place to go for dinner tonight. I'm not gonna say, well, I've got a fabulous option for you, right? Because fabulous means something different to them than it does for us. So if I'm gonna try to influence that person, I'm gonna say, hey, 
I've got a fantastic place to go for dinner tonight that you're really going to like. You want to hear about it? And they're going to be like, oh, it's fantastic? Yeah, I'd love to hear about a fantastic place to go eat. Match their words. If they're over the phone, what else can you match? The tone of their voice, the cadence of their speech. If they talk fast, you can talk fast. If they talk slower, then you can talk slower. Imagine trying to have a conversation with somebody and they're talking like this. They've got really slow speech patterns and you're just talking to them like this, like, hey, we need to go here for dinner. Hey, why do you talk so slow? Hey, lighten up, right? They're gonna be like, dude, you gotta chill out. Just kind of come down to my level with me. Right? If they talk slow, match their speed. If they have high energy like I am right now, then you have to have high energy if you want to influence them to do what you want them to do. Otherwise, they're not going to be in sync with you. This is especially important when making a first impression with somebody. They're going to base that first impression off how alike you are to them. So if they walk in slowly, if they walk up to you slowly, then you walk up to them slowly. If they're rushing in, then you rush up to them, right? If they're crossing their arms, you cross your arms. Now I'm not saying to immediately cross your arms after they cross theirs, because that would be kind of weird, right? You have to be having common sense with these things too. If they cross theirs, wait five to 10 seconds. And then as you're talking, maybe just take your arms and cross them just like this. But matching and mirroring could be its own video, it could be its own series, but matching and mirroring is another tip you can use in order to influence people in today's digital world. And the third tip that will help you to influence people, no matter whether it's digitally, in person, whatever it might be, is to listen to them. If you want to get somebody to do something you want them to do, number one, you gotta know what they want. And in order to know what they want, in order to know what they desire, you have to actually listen to them and hear them. How often will you be talking to a salesperson anywhere? Could be the jewelry store, could be buying a car, a cell phone, whatever it might be. And that person just keeps talking and talking and talking about all the promotions and all the sales they have and all the people they've helped and what they're having for dinner that night. And you're just thinking to yourself, dude, I don't really care, right? I don't care about what you're having for dinner because they're talking about them rather than listening to you, which is what they should be doing if they want to influence you to do any sort of business with them. You gotta listen to people. And in order for you to, to find out what somebody desires, you just have to ask them questions, right? Any kind of sale, any kind of influential encounter, you have to talk 20% of the time and listen 80% of the time, right? 80, 20, 80% listen, 20% talk, 80, 20, 80, 20, 80, 20. I cannot stress this enough. I'm introverted. Yet the reason I'm so great at sales is because I ask questions. I listen to people. I figure out what they want, what they desire and then I give them what they want or I frame what I have in a way that makes them want it because it's similar or the same thing as what they told me. And I know we're kind of going deep here, but the main key is if you want somebody to do something, stop trying to tell them what you want them to do. Instead, listen, find out what they want, find out what they desire 
and then frame your response in the 20% that you talk to what it is that they just told you that they want. It's like the seafood example earlier. She wanted seafood two weeks ago. I listened, I stored it in my mind. And when it was time to influence her, I said, hey, remember when you told me a few weeks ago that you really wanted seafood? Now I'm influencing. Now remember, there's only a fine line between influence and manipulation. The only difference between influencing somebody to do something and manipulation is influencing somebody is to get them to do something that's good for them. Manipulation is getting someone to do something that's not good for them, but it's good for you. Your situation and your sale and your influence should always result in a win-win situation, not a win-lose, definitely not a lose-lose, Win-win is our objective and what we're trying to achieve. Use these tips and you'll be able to influence anybody in the digital age and any age because human nature is always the same. The next video you should watch is right here. It's called How to Not Let Emotions Run Your Life, where we go deeper into these concepts to help you live a more rich quality of life.